When productivity meets party with your girl, Party Perry, are you ready to turn, 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 turn up your happiness, turn up your success and everything in between. Learn how to have fun while getting all your stuff done. Grab the word solo cup and a pen because we are about to party. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Productivity Meets Party. I'm your host, Perry Richardson, aka Party Perry. I'm a social media and business coach, content creator, and podcaster. Obviously, in this podcast, this podcast is all about turning up, turning up your happiness and turning up your success. Let's go. Today, we are going to be turning up your time management and your motivation, baby. Working a full-time job is tiring, and adding being a content creator is exhausting. This week, I sat down with Stephanie Z-O-M-G Steph on the podcast today. She works full-time and posts content every single day on Instagram and TikTok. She just never misses a beat. She is on it. She is truly on it. This episode is full of juicy advice, tips, and tricks to doing it all. We discuss content batching and how she makes 15 TikTok and Reels in one batching session. Yes, you heard me right. 15 videos. Guys, she makes 15 videos in one one session, which is, I love it. And that's crazy. I cannot wait to dig into that today. What videos hit differently and get the highest engagement. We talk about time management and how to organize your content today in today's episode with ZOMG Steph. Before we get into the episode, I just have to share a student shout out. You guys know I'm a social media and business coach, and I just love hyping up my students, giving the possibility to you guys and to them that anything is possible. If I can do it, you can do it. If they can do it, you can do it. So I'm here to let you know that we can all do it. We can all do what we are made to do. You are here for a reason, so let's do it together. Let's push each other, motivate each other, grow with each other. You can do it too, you can do it too. But my student shout out, it was so, it was like perfect timing. So we have a chat and it's any questions that the girls have. I always drop tips, knowledge, any articles, anything I learn, I share with them immediately. I opened up the chat today and Mia, um, she says, I finally got a reel that hit 30K views. And while two others are almost at 20K views and my engagement is way up, almost 50-50 following of girls and guys as well. Congrats, Mia. That is amazing. I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy I finally met you at EDC Orlando. It was just so nice. I saw you two days in a row. So it was just so nice to see you and trade candy with you. And uh, I'm so glad everything's working out for you. Congrats, girl. Before you know it, you're going to have a reel that hits 50K. And before you know that, you're going to have a reel that hits 100K. I feel like a lot of people get down like on themselves that, you know, they don't have a reel that hits 5K or 20K or whatever it is. But let me tell you, you, you need to hit 1K first before you hit 5K. You need to hit 5K first before you hit 10K. 
you know, you grow and you progress. And that's what we're doing today together. That's what we're doing together. We're growing together. No one just, no one starts at a hundred. We all start at zero. We all start at zero. If you're ready to grow your social media and have a reel hit 30K and have two other reels hitting at 20K, I would love to help you. I would love to teach you everything that I know. Let me pull you up. Let me grab you and give you all the knowledge that I know and help you really grow your social media and your following and your connection with your audience. If you go to the show notes right now, there's a link to apply for one-on-one coaching. It's a 60 minute free consult with me so I can see where you are and where you want to be and how I can help you bridge the gap and help you to become the content creator, the influencer who works with brands, who goes to events for free for you to meet other content creators and build up other people. Let's do that now together. Let's do that now together. Head to the show notes. I would love to help you. If you're loving the podcast, please leave a five-star review. If you're listening at Apple Podcasts, it would mean so much to me. Follow the podcast on your preferred podcast platform so you never miss the episode. Tell a friend, share it on your story, tag the podcast at Productivity Meets Party. Follow us on the gram. You can follow me on the gram at Party Perry. Each episode, I share a see a chug, send a chug, and a party foul moment of the week. So my see a chug, send a chug is that Hanukkah is coming up, which means eight days of giveaways is around the corner. Hanukkah is November 28th um, through December 6th. Hanukkah starts this Sunday. I can't believe Thanksgiving is this Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving if you are listening um, at the time of the recording right now, but happy Thanksgiving to you. But yeah, starting the Sunday on my Instagram, my personal one, Party Perry, I host a giveaway every single day of Hanukkah. So it's every single day for eight days on my Instagram at Party Perry, two Y's at the end of Perry. And each day the giveaway prize opens at 4.30 p.m. It ends the following day. I'm at 4.30 p.m. We I do it um, towards um, sunset. Technically, that's like the new day um, Jewish calendar. So every night, you know, sunset, we did 430s, kind of evens it out, everything, the average of the sunset throughout the week. And it's my highest engagement time. Don't we love that? So each prize is open for 24 hours. It starts this Sunday. Another see a chug, send a chug is that I had my podcast interview finally come out with the amazing Drop Bass Not Bombs podcast. It's episode 13, Party Perry on unlocking your flow, turning up your productivity and empowering others. I just love that as a title for me. It feels it feels so good um, to have that described me in the episode, but it's by the amazing MC Unicorn. Again, the podcast is Drop Bass Not Bombs. It's available on Spotify and on Apple and on Anchor and all the amazing things. So please check that out. She inspired me. Amy inspired me to create one of my podcasts. Episode 30, create a positive mindset. Stop letting negative thoughts take control of your life. Again, that's episode 30. And I was kind of really unmotivated to do the podcast. And after doing that interview, she sparked my interest again and motivated me to create the episode. So please check out her podcast and check out the episode if you haven't listened to it. 
My party foul of the week is that I just finished a bag of Swedish fish, which means your girl is not on Whole30 anymore. I My diet has been inc- like crazy. I blazed pizza, had some ice cream. It's just, when I go on vacation, it's just so hard to stick to no sugar, no flour, no alcohol. Like, girl, what are you doing, you, you know? So I am currently off my diet and I gotta be honest, I probably will be after Thanksgiving. I'm going to enjoy the holidays and enjoy the food and everything that goes with Thanksgiving. I'm actually doing Tuesday with my family and then Wednesday with Doug's family, having two feasts this week. Hope everyone has an amazing Thanksgiving. And that's all I got. That's all I got for the intro. Are you ready to get into the episode with Stephanie? Thank you again for coming on the podcast. Let's get into it. What's up, party squad? I am here with a very special guest that you guys requested. I went on my stories and I wanted to have someone that you guys could really relate to that is a content creator, but also works full time. I know like a lot of people work full time. They work their nine to five and want to be content creators, but they don't know how to like balance the time. So I'm here with the amazing Stephanie today. So thank you for coming on the podcast. Yay. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to hear that people requested me. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people requested you. So I'm super excited to get to know you and just to dig into your life. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. So tell everyone, so who you are and what do you do? All right. So my name is Stephanie and I am a BCBA, which stands for board certified behavior analyst, just a fancy title. I work with kids with autism. <laughs> How did you get into that? Funny story, actually, (laughs) at my very first rave, I met like one of my good friends now, and he was a therapist working with kids with autism also. And at the time I had just gotten out from college, trying to find a job, had no luck, was working for my parents. And I was like, let's just try this. If he could do it, maybe I could do it. And, um, I just really loved it, like working with kids and just getting to be silly all day while working was always really fun. And yeah, I just sort of fell into it by accident. And then I just decided to keep going with it because everyone said I was good at it. So I was like, Mm. why not? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I love that. I like felt the same way, like after college, like I was jobless had no idea like, what I was going to do with my life. Took me a while for me to like finally get, you know, in quotes, like adult job, mm-hmm. but you know, doing coaching, being a content creator kind of just fell in my lap also. And we're just on for the ride now, I guess. That's really awesome that you like followed your dream to do that because I, I'm honestly too scared to do that to see someone else doing it's really inspiring. Oh, thank you. Well, you can do it too. I believe me. And you have like, all your content has been amazing. You like blew up. You got like 2000 followers, like in a month, month and a half. I'm like, hell yeah. Like you got this. You totally can do it. Yeah. I, I honestly like, it just came out of nowhere because I think I was stuck at like 8,000 for a long time. And I was just like, just about to just leave it at that and just post stuff that I normally do. And then like COVID hit and I don't know what which one started first because people started um hosting all these different 
weekly challenges, I think, where you would like do makeup or dress mm, up. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know which one I started doing first. I think it was Kyra's creative one. Okay. Yeah. I love her page. Yeah. And um, they were doing a lot of like just different themes for each week. And I was like, this seems like fun. I have nothing else to do. And like, I had no clients at the time. I was only working like two hours a day. So I was like, let's just kill some time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like my page grew a lot during COVID just being at Mm -hmm. home. A lot of people were just at home on their phones for sure. Yeah. I feel like that's for a lot, a lot of us like just blew up over COVID. I guess it's a blessing in disguise. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. So, you know, like you love to rave, obviously, so do I. When did you really want to be like a rave content creator and really just like be in the scene and be like influential in the rave space? That, like just thinking about that question, I can't exactly pinpoint when I wanted to because I never really wanted to. It's just when I started to do it and then people started to like notice and like my stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I might as well just keep doing it if like a couple people like it. And like, because I just post some like sometimes just really stupid stuff on my page that I like to laugh at myself with. And if I can make other people laugh, then I would really like to share that because a lot of my friends tell me I'm funny, but I'm like, I don't think I'm funny at all but um I mean I have to say again like I guess maybe during COVID because I posted I think the very first like humor video I posted on Instagram at least was about like being told that you're too old to dress up and that that was not even really silly at all but that sort of got like a couple likes so I was like okay, let's just start making funny stuff. And that's sort of when I was like really starting to like just making content. Mm -hmm. I just, that was like at the time during COVID, not doing anything else. That was like just me having fun. So just making content has just been really amazing because I found out I really enjoy doing it and I want to keep doing it. Yeah, I like that a lot. I definitely think, you know, reels and video format has really been pushed. And I definitely like, I think funny, relatable content does best on Instagram. Why do you think that is? I mean, especially during these times, I feel like we just need things to laugh at. There's just so many serious news out there, like all the racism, the COVID stuff, and it's scary. And sometimes we need to just have something to laugh at or with to lighten the mood. But Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, I think it's important to also bring up those serious topics, but you could also do it humor wise, just so um, people are a bit more interested in what you're trying to get across as well. Yeah, for sure. I'm not sure if you're a fan of Dave Chappelle, but I know he's kind of going through a thing with Netflix, but I love him and his comedy, but also still bringing like real like life topics and like bringing it like a forefront topic, but also kind of making lighthearted joke with it. He like does a really good job. (laughs) Yeah, I I haven't seen his new special like my husband was watching it, but I, I was making content at the time, so I couldn't watch it. But um. Yeah, I mean, most of the stuff that I've watched from him in the past, I've really enjoyed. So, I mean, it's always nice to just 
hear comedians say it because then I can relate to it and understand what what the heck's going on. (laughs) Mm, For sure. I feel like being a content creator is a full-time job itself. Do you feel like that way also? Sometimes, but honestly, not really, just because I have so much fun doing it. I think Mm. right now I feel like it's a full-time job because I haven't been able to make as much content as I'd like to with events coming back. It's been a very challenging, actually. <laughs> yeah. What does like your content schedule <laughs> look like, I guess? Um, okay. So during COVID, I would honestly just make content every day. So it would just be like from when I woke up, I'd eat breakfast and then I would go straight to content making. So um, that was then. Now my hours are so wonky that I have to set aside time on the weekend. I can't do anything else. I can't even like go plan to hang out with my friends for a couple hours. I need to just have a full day of content creating Um, because if I have something else during the day, I'm going to feel really rushed and then I don't Mm. feel proud of my work then and I I do notice that if I had planned like a dinner that night then like my TikToks and reels just I don't feel that great with them at all yeah I'm the same way like I don't like to be rushed like making my content like I really just need a full day of just Mm -hmm. content creation because if I plan brunch before like date night after I just feel so rushed and like my engagement like you can tell when I really don't take I guess, put my full energy in the content that I'm making. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you think like life work balance is really a thing? How do you manage it all? Because I see you're posting like every single day. You're more consistent than I am, which props. (laughs) Oh, yes, sis. How do you like manage it all? Um, Honestly, a lot of the stuff I've been posting nowadays have been recordings from a while ago Mm. just because I haven't had the time to I do batch content create like every time I'm making content I make at least at least five reels five reels or TikToks um during that time and then like the most if I'm like really on point is like 15 but that's oh, like oh shit oh my god <laughs> this is just like me making it filming it this is not even including editing it mm-hmm. so um but I mean right now it's a struggle to like do the work-life balance because like, like since events are coming back I'm like for this weekend I'm going to autistic I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to make my TikToks before, because it's such an early event. And then my friends planned like to hang out before I'm like, okay, Mm. like I have to meet them at 12 in San Jose. So then I need to start getting ready at 8am. And so I can make TikToks for like an hour (laughs) at 11 and then Uh leave. So, um, I'm still working on that right now. (laughs) Um, but I mean, it's a process and you know, if you really, enjoy doing something you'll make the time for it so I'm willing to lose some sleep to do that (laughs) I love that you say that because I have a lot of clients who are like well like I get ready and I go to the festival like they really don't I guess schedule out time to make content Mm -hmm. but like if you really want to be a content creator and you really want to grow, like you need to like, all right, I'm going to need like an hour to do like those pre-reels, like the transitions or like whatever, like you really need to set out that time to make that content. Like 
it's not like you just show up and you're just like, all right, let's go. Like you kind of you need to have like a content game plan going into the festival for sure. Yeah, I think going into the festival is super hard. I don't know. Like actually when I first went to be on with iHeart Raves like a couple of months ago, I don't know how they were able to just film also during the festival, like props to them. And they definitely planned out like every little thing, like who's mm-hmm. going to be who the script. And I'm just like, I don't think I'd be able to do this at a festival because I just want to have fun. Who's going to film me. I'm not going to make my friends do it. <laughs> so, um, I mean, props to the content creators that do it at festivals. I think I'm going to try that this weekend, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you got this. Yeah. I just went to EDC Orlando with iHeartRabes and they had everything organized. They had like notes and like notes and right? tasks into so like tasks. yeah they're so organized but like I get it like that is their business mm-hmm. for sure but it's definitely something you need you just you just have to plan ahead you just can't be like all right let me just do Let's this do friend <laughs> yeah you need to plan ahead and really either get there early or get there early <laughs> yeah I think that's the yeah. only option because I mean because yeah. like TikTok you you need reception to mm-hmm. use it so yes. you have to get there earlier as later in the day night you're not gonna have anything so you can't do anything mm-hmm. how do you find trends and stuff I honestly just scroll through TikTok I, I I sadly don't use reels maybe I should try reels but I still go through TikTok a lot um I don't necessarily try to find trends per se. I just try to okay. find sounds or things that I can use for my ideas. Um, just because I don't really care about going viral. I care about going viral for the things that I want to do. So if it just happens mm-hmm. to be a trend that's in during the time, then I, that's great. Then it'll probably, probably blow up. But um, I, for the most part, try to stick to what I want to do. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say I don't really try to find them. <laughs> yeah, I love how you don't really care to be, be like viral or go viral. It's definitely an amazing thought to have because it like releases that pressure and stress mm-hmm. off. Like if it goes viral, cool. If it doesn't, whatever, like I'm still showing up. I'm still serving my audience and doing what I love to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, having that pressure like will show in your content also like it's not it's not gonna look good mm-hmm. yeah for sure speaking about like pressure how do you manage like stress and overwhelm um that's a good question I I'm really not a stressed out person <laughs> so um I mean I I sort of just exist in this land of like everything's <laughs> fine but um I mean, when I, I guess when I do feel pressure, let's say maybe trying to get ready and make content before I have to leave, um, Mm. I honestly like have to think to myself, is it really worth it to make this video right now? Can I just do it during some other, before some other event where I have more time? Mm. And, um, that's pretty much my thought process. If I'm feeling stressed out, if I'm in a rush to go somewhere, But, um, if I'm feeling stressed out about like getting ideas, I usually just take the day to not do anything. I don't scroll through TikTok for ideas. I just sit on the couch and watch TV. 
yeah so you need that brain space for sure to like give yourself (laughs) space and have your brain to really like think and soak things in yeah exactly are you on instagram and tiktok any other social media no i'm only on those i have twitter but i'm not really much of a talker on there i feel like i don't really have much to say (laughs) if any if i am gonna use tiktok it's like to rant about personal things and like like just be angry so Mm -hmm. I don't like to use Twitter (laughs) because I don't want people to just think I'm an angry person Mm -hmm. I've talked in a talk I've talked a lot about Instagram on the podcast but not really about Twitter to be honest what has been your Twitter strategy if there is one I don't have one at all like it literally just exists also and I've used it in the past to only um try to win meet and greet contests hey. in San Francisco <laughs> yeah that. <laughs> yeah that's pretty much all that's there I mean you if you scroll through my Twitter you might just find some like passive aggressive comments about like something I'm angry about at the time it's mm-hmm. <laughs> funny do you post I've heard that you need to post multiple times a day on TikTok to grow do you do that's that what- that's what I've heard too and you know I tried doing that's really hard because you'd be like using a lot of your content like I thought I'd need a lot of content a day but if I'm posting like three to five a day what if I'm gonna post the rest of the time Mm -hmm. so I I've stuck to only posting once a day um I've tried to test out what times to post that I got like I found this like chart on Google saying like what times work best. I'm like, I'm not going to follow that. I'm just going to just post it whenever I feel like it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the time that works well is like at this time, probably um, where it gets the most hits. So, um, I mean, I don't really go. I'm I'm not really consistent with that though, even. I totally like fill you with the time like all my analytics is like 9 a.m 12 p.m every time I post at the time it doesn't work I think definitely like late evening works because people are off from work from school like no one's everyone's working people are busy especially Mm -hmm. being adult like no one's really just scrolling on you know all their apps at 9 a.m noon maybe during noon like lunchtime but even when I worked my nine to five we didn't all go to lunch at the same time like we all rotated lunch yeah yeah Yeah, exactly so I know you mentioned you batch your content you typically do four to five real sounds or maybe 15 which is crazy yeah put like (laughs) do you put like time crunch I can't even say it time limits (laughs) oh yeah because because I know like for some videos if they say like the sweet sweet spot is seven seconds right or something Mm -hmm. like that um no I don't actually like I I'm really all over the place with all my content like I just do whatever I want to do but um most of my videos I do try to keep on the shorter length because um even with some of my humor videos where it's like a skit um, those do get a little bit, bit less hits depending on what the skit is about, but, um, I try to keep it like under 10 seconds for the most part though. Um, it's easier to edit too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And we have a short attention span nowadays. 
Yeah, exactly. So that's why I try to keep it short. But if it's like an audio I really like, and it's just happens to be really long, then I'm going to use it. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I know doing the 15 videos is a little bit crazy, but I love crazy. But how do you keep (laughs) yourself motivated? Because I know even for me and some of my clients, just making one video is so exhausting that trying to think about the other 14 is like, oh, hell no. Like, how do you keep yourself motivated? Um, well, because I just love to do what I do. That's pretty much what keeps me going. And then like knowing that other people like my stuff also keeps me going. I think mostly also it's going to be cheesy. Like my husband keeps me motivated too, because every time I show him a video, he's like, oh my God, it just keeps getting better and better. But I mean, I feel like he's forced to say, cause I'm his wife, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I would say a lot of the viewers is probably what keeps me motivated. And I know it's tough for beginner content creators because they don't have that audience yet. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be challenging for them to be motivated because if no one's seeing it, then it's like, why am I doing it? That's why it's just important for like the bigger creators to try to collaborate with the smaller ones, which I haven't done yet unfortunately just because we're all so busy we have different schedules so but what's great about the new instagram update was the the collab feature Mm -hmm. um yeah so that way like you can like just have each other in the videos and then like both audiences see it and that way you're exposing um other creators too um but yeah (laughs) Mm-hmm. I love that new feature, the collaboration. You can invite people and like both get each other's engagement, I think is amazing, especially I'm still a very small creator, you know, but being yeah, able we to both su- are. <laughs> yeah, but being able to s- support, you know, smaller creators is awesome to use my platform to build them up. Yeah, exactly. And then just sharing their um store sharing on your stories also is super helpful too. So um, I think I need to do more of that because I really like smaller creator stuff. It's just, I laugh at it and then I just keep like it and then comment and I keep scrolling. I don't think about sharing it. So I think that's something that I need to do more, but um, I mean, it's a work in progress. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. We got to support the small creator. (laughs) I also need to get better at like just sharing and commenting and just supporting them and giving them motivation and hope is like I see you you got this keep going for it <laughs> yeah exactly it's so hard though sometimes because you're like we're all busy and mm-hmm. we want to comment on everything but it's like the only time to do is after work <laughs> yeah even by then it's like I don't want to interact with people at that point <laughs> <laughs> yes how do you plan your posts do you use any apps or anything no, I don't. I all do it all manually. Um, the, I guess, I mean, I, the way I plan it is based on, I guess the outfits I'm wearing or the makeup look I'm doing. Like you'll notice the way I post is like, I'll post a picture on Monday of like the makeup or outfit that I did. And then the rest of the week are just reels of me and that outfit. But, um, I, I tried to organize it to where it was like, First Monday was picture, Tuesday was makeup tutorial, and then the rest were just humor reels. But I wasn't getting really any hits on the makeup tutorials, and they're 
they take a lot of time. They take a long time. They're, yes. they're like, like I was taking hours on a simple look. And on top of that, I would go live on TikTok also just to like boost my viewing also. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, this is ridiculous. This, is, sh- this shouldn't be taking me like five hours to do this one look mm-hmm. <laughs> makeup alone. So, um, I mean, that's the way I try to organize my feed at least so but it's not specific themed reels for each day yeah that makes sense for sure I definitely feel like before like transitions like makeup transitions and like outfit transitions did really well Mm -hmm. but relatable humor stuff is just 10 times better to get the, (laughs) the reach for sure how do you organize all your ideas? I, I'm trying to figure out a better way. I have like some shit in Excel sheet, <laughs> some shit in like my notes. How do you really just, I guess, compile all, all your ideas? Yeah, I think I think I sent you actually what I do, like my Excel sheet. So I, I do write down my ideas also, um, but I've sort of stopped using it. <laughs> I'm tr- and I'm testing out the thing that I just talked about earlier and seeing if that works and then um, writing in the caption what that specific TikTok slash reel is about just so I could organize it that way and it's just saved somewhere. I'm going to be really sad if I lose all those drafts though. So that's the only thing I would be cautious about. But mm. um having an Excel sheet is definitely a good backup of just like jotting down ideas. Or if you're at an event, I will sometimes like pull out my phone and write in my notes, like random things I think about. So um, that's how I come up with my ideas because a lot of them is like things that I've experienced. And Mm. I feel like that makes it even better because like, you know how you can make it funny and make it your own also. Yeah, I like doing that, like just seeing random things around the festivals because, you know, the relatable, like being funny, just like things that you really see. And I feel like it is easier to do content at your house. Like you can either do your backdrop or do like, I love how they have the green screen now. Yeah. And you can do like closed captioning. I think that's amazing that you can do too. I know it definitely makes it easier doing it at home because at the festival, you just want to have fun. You don't have to worry about making content. That's like my biggest thing right now, but it's okay. We'll get there. (laughs) Yeah. Something that I truly love about like social media is the social aspect and like Mm -hmm. meeting you and just really connecting with my audience. Is there anything that you do to connect with your audience more or just tips Uh to truly just show up more and give value I guess yeah I I feel bad because I feel like I don't (laughs) I think the most I do is just respond to their comments just because I don't know even though I am motivated by them maybe I should do something to show them I'm appreciative of like them and I want to get to know you guys but um I mean, my page has always just been about just sharing all of these weird things that happened during my rave life. Um, mm. So maybe that's something I, yeah, I never thought of that because honestly, like I, I personally don't like to do giveaways because I think they're corny for me. Mm. And I'm like, you know, my gift to everyone is my content. So I'm going to give you more. 
yeah i mean that's why we're following you know you as for your content i definitely have mixed feelings about giveaways too even though i'm about to do like a huge hanukkah giveaway but i feel like people don't really follow me for the giveaways because people who see my posts are people that are already following me mm-hmm. and then people that do follow me end up unfollowing me because like oh, they the didn't worst. win yeah that's the word yeah <laughs> but I I really like your Hanukkah giveaways because it's so creative like I've never like seen that before thank you thank you so much <laughs> yeah I'm Jewish I converted when I was 13 when I was in middle school and just Hanukkah is not really talked about and I figured why not I at first I just wanted to do one day and then just so type a i was like fuck mm-hmm. it i might as well do all eight <laughs> <laughs> wait what made you convert that's so interesting so long story short short so my great grandpa he was jewish so my mom was always just raised around like jewish values and then i was actually um raised baptist And then um, my mom just wanted to just like learn more about like being Jewish and Judaism. And she found a newspaper article in the local RJ, the review journal here. And she was like, you don't have to go with me. Like, you know, this is my own spiritual journey. And I was like, you know, mom, like I'll go with you. I want to support you. And like as corny as it sounds, like the moment I walked into my temple that I go to today, Mm -hmm. like I just feel like like it was home for me I just felt like I was mm-hmm. supposed to be there and then being a kid I just did um two years of religious school had my bat mitzvah but when you're an adult you actually have to take a test oh <laughs> years and take a test um to officially be Jewish but I'm lucky that I did it you know as a child but I don't know there's just something that just walking in I love my rabbi shout out to rabbi Axarod he's just like so supportive with everything I do with me you know quitting my nine to five becoming a coach and even like me you know being you know a bad kid in high school and getting in trouble like he's just always just supported me no judgment I just love the no judgment at my church and temple like I know that's not like that everywhere but at least for my temple I just I just feel love no judgment I feel like you know out of rave like no judgment like I can be myself Oh, that's really inspiring because you don't hear a lot of like ravers talk about spirituality like that. Like I, I'm not very religious and I was just raised Roman Catholic, but I'm just like over it right now because of so many bad experiences in the past. So maybe just more people like you spreading like the good word (laughs) and like what your experience are is really hopeful so (laughs) yeah thank you I definitely when just growing up Baptist like I never felt like I belong so my mom was like I'm gonna go to the like new church I was like what do I have to lose like I already yeah don't feel like I'm a part of it anyway yeah oh that's great yeah (laughs) thank you thank you so much this is a question that I ask all the guests so what does productivity meets party mean to you how are you able to have fun and get all your stuff done Ooh, I, I feel like I am like the queen of productivity sometimes. Hey, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just because I feel like I get like, I, I feel like, I guess this is good and bad, but like, I feel like I cannot sleep until I get 
my shit done. Mm-hmm. Like I need to, like, after this, I need to do laundry and then <laughs> I need to like plan my outfits for this weekend, the accessories. I'm like, I cannot go to sleep until it's all done. And then like, I get to go party after, and that is my reward. Or I get to sleep in the car on the way to the festival for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I feel like it's work hard, play hard. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. I'm the same way. If I don't get the things done that I need to before bed, like in bed, I'm, my mind's just racing. Like I'm just making yeah. more to do lists in my brain for sure. I know. It's like a never ending list. And I'm just like, okay, I could do this. But the good thing is, I know it's, I know there are some things I could do tomorrow. You just have to know your limits. <laughs> yes, for sure. How do you know your limits? How do you know when you're like, okay, girl, I need to stop. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> I know I'm probably going crazy if I'm asking my husband a question about something the next day and then it's bothering him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, okay, I think I need to stop worrying so much if I'm bothering him about it because he's like the, the chillest dude ever. And like for him to get like bothered is like Mm. really like, like a click. (laughs) that's funny did you guys get married in hawaii i love all your wedding oh my god everyone keeps asking me that (laughs) it's so funny because we actually got married in my parents um my parents driveway in just hayward california (laughs) what oh my god the photos look so good yeah because so like since we had to postpone our wedding i was like like we still wanted to get married and Mm -hmm. I was like let's make it fun and Hawaiian themed like Mm -hmm. something we would never do so um and our florist was like all about it too she was like hell yeah let's like make all these tropical leaves and then like put flowers so she did like a really great job and like even made like pineapple centerpieces for our table Yeah, but it was just in Hayward, California. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Your florist and your wedding planner and you, you guys had a beautiful vision. It turned out really well. I know. I'm just glad we pulled it off. <laughs> yeah, this is totally not on the question list, but how was getting married during COVID and like planning and all that stuff? Honestly, it was stressful because like I like we wanted to get married and I was like, honestly, I want to get moving on with our lives like buy I want us to buy a house next and then Mm -hmm. like maybe have kids I don't know about the the biological clock right now yeah (laughs) I'm nowhere near ready for that um but I was like I want to at least do this and make this year memorable also for both of us so um I mean I started planning everything not a lot of people are helping me. Like people were like asking me what they could do, but they weren't telling me what they could do, which was even more stressful. Mm. So like, and then we had to cut the guest list down and mm. oh my God, that was a nightmare. Like we, cause COVID at the time was like really serious. So we didn't know if we should invite like our bridal party significant others and because that would just like triple everything yeah (laughs) yeah and we were really back and forth on that so um we had to cut down our guest list our original guest list right right now is like 200 people we have huge families 
we only have 50 friends. It's really sad. <laughs> um, That's and more then, than me, Ega. You yeah. and then my friend Katie. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and then, so we had 200, cut it down to 18 people. That's like including That's like me yeah. and Nick. So it, it was just like our immediate family mm-hmm. and our bridal party. So that was probably what I cried over the most because people were trying to tell me who to invite for that. It wasn't necessarily cutting down people because I don't care about that. It's like people telling me I need to invite this person because they were important, but then you can't invite Mm. this person. So I'm like, I don't even want to do it anymore (laughs) because you guys are making it stressful for me. But, um, but the guest list eventually was finalized to 18 people. (laughs) And then I feel like the decorations was the easiest part because our wedding venue um, comes in like a package deal. So it comes with everything, florists, caterers, venues. So we didn't have to worry that much about it. And um, the florist was like down to just do something separately for us. And she was super easy to work with. And then the decorations, I already knew what I wanted. So <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that part was easy. It's dealing with, with the people part that was stressful, mm. but yeah. you know, it was worth it. I am enjoying married life. doesn't feel any different, <laughs> um, but yeah, we're moving along nicely. <laughs> Yay. Good. I love to hear that. And I hope one day I'll meet Nick one day, but I love all your wedding yeah. photos. They're beautiful. Yeah. If you go to beyond next year, oh wait, no, he's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. That's my bachelorette, my redo bachelorette. Hey, party, I love that. So he won't be there. <laughs> That's funny. I love that. Well, if anyone wants to find you and connect with you some more, what's your socials if you can drop them? <laughs> yeah. So my TikTok is Z-O-M-G Steph. And then my Instagram is two underscores, underscore, underscore. <laughs> <laughs> I have to really clarify that because people think it's just one. It's mm. two, two underscores, Z-O-M-G Steph. Thank you for clarifying because like I'm party Perry with two Y's at the end of Perry. Oh my god, I, I didn't I don't know, know that. Know why. <laughs> but there's another party Perry with only Y one Y at the end, and it's like this random guy. So he always gets tagged in like random <laughs> rave content. I'm like, I'm oh so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, he I guess he's getting some beautiful rave yeah. on his feed. <laughs> right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It means so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. It means so much. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. I'm so thankful to have you listening to the podcast for 34 episodes. If this is your first time, what's good? Thank you. If you have been here since day one, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Please share the podcast on your story. Tag the podcast at Productivity Meets Party. Tag the guest, the girl at Stephanie at, well, her name's Stephanie. Her at name is at underscore underscore Z-O-M-G Steph. I love you, partier, so much. Happy Thanksgiving. I will see you same time, same place next week. Love y'all. Thank you.
improve.